0: Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about Montana cattle mutilations. That's correct, Montana cattle mutilations. Now this first uh, article, this first case, comes to us from a site called Reptoids.com. Interesting name. It says on the title, the October 9th, 2006 Valier, Montana Mutilation Investigation. On October 9, 2006, Valier, Montana cattle rancher John Peterson and his wife discovered that one of their Black Angus cows had been left mutilated in a pasture alongside a road near their ranch. The Petersons later learned that a neighbor farmer had spotted the dead cow during the previous day. He didn't bring it to to their attention, however, because a dead cow is not an unusual thing to see on cattle ranches once in a while. John waited a couple of days thinking over what his next step should be. He had a neighbor who had once lost a cow to a mutilation. In fact, the towns of Valier, Depier, and Conrad have a long recorded history of the phenomenon. But here he was looking at a $1,200 to $1,300 loss that was not even covered by insurance. So, you know, you got this farm. he's got this dead cow out in his field. It's strangely uh, dispatched, you know the, the these incisions on it. It's just laying out there in the field, no signs of struggle, no tracks, the usual thing. And while, of course, you have the shock of losing this animal, he's also thinking about the financial shock. 2006, he's looking at 12 to 1300 dollars, you know, in today's money. What's that? 15, 1600 bucks. $1, it says Sheriff Kuka arrived on the scene of the mutilation on October 11th, 2006 to conduct an initial investigation into the matter. The following day, he returned to where the cow lay dead and armed with a Geiger counter, camera and evidence kit, Kuka collected samples, took photographs and recorded measurements. He was well prepared for the task at hand. Now, this was Sheriff Tom Kuka and it sounds like he really uh, took his job seriously and went out there and did an actual investigation instead of just you know, writing this thing off to a satanic cult or a pack of coyotes. It says, the following photographs are being made available to the public to encourage a scientific dialogue regarding animal mutilations occurring on the Rocky Mountain Western Front and the state of Montana. John Rhodes and Sheriff Tom Kuka encourage anyone with an, with additional information having to do with mutilations in Montana to contact the P- the Pondera County Sheriff's Office. Now, he's got the pictures here, and I'll put this link up on the Buy Me a Coffee site. You can look at some of the stuff. I have to commend this sheriff uh, even though this has been what 16 17 years ago for putting this stuff out there and uh having the courage to investigate this crime scene for what it is so many times when we hear about these things it seems as though uh the law enforcement is being maybe even subjected to some kind of pressure uh coercion to just blow these things off and not talk about them it says this seven-year-old healthy cow number 62 was lying on her right side next to the pasture fence several yards from the two-way dirt road and it's just got this cow just laying out there it says its left cheek was missing and the flesh was peeled to the bone you know this this doesn't look to me like something that a predator would have done the, the cuts are way too clean it says the entire udder was cut from the body with surgical precision and a small mound of dirt was discovered gathered at the cow's nose, exposed underside. The carcass may have been moving in a northerly direction when it hit the ground. So in other words, think about what they're saying. The carcass may have been moving in a northerly direction when it hit the ground. Now often doesn't sound to me like it was running in, in a northerly direction, you would have They would have pointed something out about the tracks and the tracks were left indentations sounds like this thing was dropped as it was moving overhead in a northerly direction and when that thing landed that cow landed that dead animal it hit with such force that it pushed the dirt in front of it okay so when its head was was contacting that soil it it was doing it with such force that piled up a little pile of dirt in front of it almost like a like uh, the action you would see in a in a high-speed crash. He goes on, it says, the vaginal area and rectum were cored out in one piece. Within hours of the discovery, the cow's entrails were ejected due to natural internal bloating pressure. So they're describing how the cow was undergoing normal uh, decomposition by the time they got there. Not a single drop of blood fluid has been found on scene and no trace blood was found outside the perimeter of the cuts. The cow's left eyeball did not contain any fluid. Now, oftentimes the debunkers will say, well, the blood simply clotted in the hindquarters or whatnot. This guy's telling you there was no blood in this thing. It says there were no animal tracks, shoe or or boot prints, or vehicle tracks in the dirt surrounding the cow. The nearby fence running parallel to the road had no signs of tampering. There appears to be a low-force impact area, suggesting the cow was dropped from an unknown height. Now, dependent upon how dry or how frozen the the the, the uh, ground might have been, whatever the temperature whatever the temperature conditions were, that would impact uh, the imprint that was left. Now, it looks like this must be either early spring or fall because I see the sheriff out here. Looks like he's wearing the kind of clothes you might wear on a cool spring or fall day. And the background of the photos kind of has that look to it. It says there was a strange three foot long V-shaped wedge cut in the ground running parallel to the head and five feet above it to the southeast. And it's got a picture here. This is weird. Yeah, strange three foot long V-shaped wedge cut into the ground running parallel to the head and five feet above it to the southeast. So you've got this cow, and then you see this almost looks like somebody just took a I don't know a shovel or a spade or something and carved out this v-shape. I mean could that be the imprint of landing gear or something? I don't know. It goes on here it says News regarding cattle lost to these clandestine bovine surgeries gets around fast in the local farming communities of Lear and Depierre. It was not long before the Great Falls Tribune article appeared about John Peterson's mutilated cow and the story hit the wires and was republished in the Helena Independent Record. Crypto hunter John Rhodes and his associates visited Valier to inspect the cow, interview John Peterson, Sheriff Kuka and other residents about the incident had it been almost five weeks since the black angus cow number 62 had been discovered mutilated on peterson's land near villier but despite the fact that the cow had been dead for some time the carcass was remarkably well preserved on the night of november 17th 2006 in case this was the fall rhodes and john peterson thoroughly examined the cow at night with a portable black light to see if there were any fluorescent geometrical marks on the corpse. No unusual visible markings in the UV range were discovered. The following morning, Rhodes met with Peterson and Tom Kuka. He conducted an on-camera interview and carried out various field tests while at the crime scenes. Rhodes examined the carcass Obtained samples and is currently working to arrange scientific examination of the physical samples and search for anomalous trace evidence results of trace will be made public when they have been received and then it has some links here the ponder the pondera county mutilation event earmarked a possible return of a cyclic phenomena that has gripped this region of america since the 1950s some 60 plus years and dozens of mutilations later The criminals who have engaged in these costly experiments remain undiscovered and active. Rumors as to the identity of these nefarious and mysterious high-tech criminals run the gamut. Some people believe that corporate pharmaceutical black operation groups are conducting tests on animals. These highly trained quick interaction teams are said to be targeting specific animals, injecting them with undetermined substances, releasing them into the field, and then retrieving their bodies after they have been grazing for some time. Now, I'm just gonna stop right there. To me, that's just an idea that doesn't really make sense because it. these pharma companies, they have so much money. They wouldn't have to have a test site here in this country. They could put one in Wuhan, China if they wanted to. And they could put one in Africa. Uh, they don't need to use uh, some private individual's cows without permission, let these things run around, possibly be discovered. It, it's pretty clear to me that these cattle are being mutilated by something that's non-human in origin. It has also been proposed that the perpetrators of these mul- of these mutilations are using noise counseling rotor helicopters or some sort of electromagnetic propulsion craft to abduct their animal targets. It's further theorized that the cows are transported to another location. While it certainly looks like these animals have been transported from one location to another often just haphazardly dropped back somewhere near where they were first abducted this doesn't look like something done by a black hawk army helicopter or even one of the big helicopters to me this looks like something done by an unidentified flying object just based on reports of people seeing lights around these abductions so often based on the way these animals just seem to be lifted up off the ground Uh, without any kind of human conveyance it's just as if they are tractor beamed from a standing position up into the air into some type of craft where these uh, terrible experiments or uh, torturous mutilations occur and then just uh, carelessly drop back on the ground as if to just put these things out there in our face telling us yes we did this yes we can do this and secondly This stuff is so blatant, uh, and the evidence is so overwhelming in the direction of this being done by off world entities. It seems to me that it's intentional that we are constantly misdirected and misled by these uh, government agencies. And even in a case like this, where you have a sheriff trying to do the right thing, it seems like he's meeting resistance from the higher ups in these bureaucratic uh, state organizations. Which is strange to me, because remember, a sheriff is one of the few offices that is mentioned in the Constitution of the United States. That, the Office of Sheriff, was put there and created for us by the Founding Fathers. Uh, The Office of National Parks was not. The Office of FBI was not. But the Founding Fathers did see the need for a County Sheriff to maintain law and order, and they saw it as such a great need that they pointed that out and they uh, delineated that in the Constitution. So it's, it's disturbing to see these guys, when they tried to do their job, when they tried to do their constitutionally mandated job to maintain law and order and, and to solve crimes, to see these uh, men and women uh, basically stonewalled and blocked by these government organizations what we so often refer to as the deep state now let's take a look at this next article so i have to tell you i really did a lot of searching today to find the two articles that we've referenced in today's program the amount of debunking and really just terrible journalism involved in this subject is mind-boggling it seems like the closer you get to the truth the more flack you get and the hateful condescending attitude out of the mainstream press in general is really discouraging but if you look hard enough and long enough you can find a couple of factual uh, accounts here and there and I hope I've done that now this one here uh, I find this to be pretty interesting actually it comes from y95.country.com looks like a radio station of some sort written by Nikki Vega published March 21st 2023 so this is fairly recent It says rancher in eastern Montana details terrifying cattle mutilations. You notice they're described as terrifying, not Kumbaya set around the campfire with the aliens and Dr. Greer. A rancher in Montana took to social media recently to share cattle mutilations, he says, have been happening on his property. And then it says, Reddit user ImaginaryTraffic80, will call him John for the sake of the story, got to the site to tell his story about a couple of weird instances that happened to him, his horse and his cattle. He's been herding cattle for decades, but since 2007, he's been leasing a ranch in northeastern Montana. There are two old homesteads on the 650-acre property that have seen a lot of history, and this rancher allegedly heard stories of a massacre that happened near the property. According to John, there are cliffs and canyons on the property with dwellings at the bottom that still harbor buffalo bones from natives running the buffaloes off the cliff. John travels through the canyons frequently searching for missing cattle. Since 2017, John has had 138 cattle go missing with no carcasses found. He's claiming they simply disappeared. Now, think about that. If these cows are worth you know, 1500 bucks a piece, man. I mean, you're looking at close to $200,000 of lost inventory. In this canyon, John was on his way back from herding cattle one day, and that's when he saw two hunters who looked spooked. These hunters told John they were being stalked by a pack of wolves. Not coyotes, wolves. He dismissed the hunter's claims because no one has seen wolves in the area since the 1920s that sounds a little strange you have an area where there's a possible massacre don't know if it was the natives massacre and the the pioneers or vice versa but sounds like there's been a lot of uh, trauma in this area uh, a, a lot of violence possibly also a hunting area where like you said that indians would run the buffalo over the top of this cliff i suppose this is before the horses were introduced that's how they did it so you have this strong history this area and now he runs into these two hunters while he's out looking for his cattle on the 650 acre sprint ranch and they say hey we've been stalked by a pack of wolves that would be serious situation i suppose it says soon after that encounter with the hunters his normally calm horse named ace got spooked suddenly and that's when john heard something terrifying john claims he heard howls from all around him but not like a wolf or coyote these were high-pitched shrieks eventually stopped when he was out of the canyon. In John's story he changed names for private reasons. Carter is a fake name. The second strange thing I was when I approached the Carter homestead. As I crested a hill in front of it, something jumped out of the old log cabin and ran in the opposite direction. I was still close to a mile away, so I had to use my binoculars to get a better look. What I saw through the lenses chilled me to the bone. It was a wolf but it was massive and solid black. It was so large that it could be mistaken for a black bear, but it was undeniably canine. After seeing the wolf, my gut told me to run and come back later with company, but I ultimately continued. Throughout the course of the afternoon, I managed to convince myself that the wolf I saw was nothing more than a coyote and that its black fur was just a shadow. There you go, normalcy bias. This guy has seen something that is otherworldly And his mind just can't deal with it. John approached the homestead on horseback thinking the animal would be just fine like any other normal day. He put them in the pens and went to sleep. The next morning John found the cattle were gone and so was his horse Ace. John claims he and his nephew went on horseback to search for the cattle and his beloved horse. They searched for three days. When they reached a portion of the property where a sinkhole lives at the bottom of a canyon there lied the carcass of the cattle and his beloved horse ace so now the cattle are dead and so is his horse he says but there's the, but here's a freakishly weird part he's claiming the eyes, snout and ears were missing from the animals and it appeared the tails were missing as well the sheriff and veterinarian are both notified and an investigation was launched the ultimate conclusion was that something had caused the cattle to spook and break out of the corrals and whatever was whatever it was spooked them so badly they ran all the way from mint place to the bottom of the sinkhole in which they perished when i mentioned the wolf i had seen they were dismissive just as i had been when the hunters told me of the wolf three years prior no foul play was suspected and the case was closed so it sounds like something spooked these animals and they just read they ran headlong into a sinkhole fell over this thing landed at the bottom and, and died from impact maybe that's what they're assuming anyway it says john is claiming this happened on the border of Weibu and dawson counties they have a map here his family is thinking about terminating the lease on their ranch due to cattle going missing which is financially crushing them this sounds a lot like skinwalker ranch in utah it says again this is all a story as of now but this rancher claims this is all true with no answers in sight to read this tale on Reddit click here yeah they've got the link Wow so you kinda of see this paranormal overlay between the cattle mutilations uh, people seeing these large canines whether it's a uh, 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 some type of a wolfman or wil- werewolf character or some type of a skinwalk skinwalker character this really uh, overly big uh, canine usually black and just the way that it acts in this threatening manner but doesn't seem to attack people, although oftentimes the uh, cattle end up dead or mutilated, or in this case with these cattle and this horse which appears something just terrorized these things so badly that they broke out of the corral, took off at a dead run, fell over the edge of the sinkhole, uh, falling to their death, is what it sounds like. And All this in an area that is known for uh, the classic uh, cattle mutilations and I think the story is important because it shows us the overlay between the paranormal activity and the cattle mutilations. These cattle mutilations uh, are much more often associated with this kind of uh, skinwalker type creatures, paranormal activity, whether it's ghosts or whatnot, and UFO sightings than there are with people saying, oh yeah, by the way, I saw a group of people out there in black robes uh, ritualistically mutilating this cow. It all goes back to uh, trying to find the simplest solution that explains this stuff. Uh, what Oftentimes, what I think is the obvious solution is the solution that's most present to us. But yet, when we see it and when we talk about it, we're told by the authorities uh, not to believe our lying eyes. So things are still definitely strange in Montana. Still reports coming in You know, on a regular basis of cattle mutilations. And we can see here even going back to... Uh, whether it's 2006 or 2001 or even back into the 70s until present day, this phenomena is still uh, very strong in that part of the country. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.